loving you. Hello, folks, and welcome to Nickel Park, the couch guide and safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide, Joshua. I'm, uh, um, I'm Luke from Nickel Park. Yeah. Are you, I am, I am Ben. Josh, why are you hiding in that bush and whispering? Like we were started it's, recording and Josh got up with his microphone and just ran into the bush and then did like a whisper. It's my new recording bush. I find it scary. It was concerning. Is it because you can only see my eyeballs? No, it's because of... Is that what's scary? It's because of the new voice you've adopted. Yeah, you did kind of like a voice of Sauron thing at the end. With like, like you... <sighs> kind of, yeah, and it... Like when he's whispering ooh. in the ring? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like that. <laughs> and when that comes out of a bush adjacent to the couch we're all sitting on, it's much less relaxing. What if the bush was on fire and then it was much more Sauron-y? If the bush was on fire, it would be more of like a, uh, you know, God vibe. Right, a little Exodus-y. Yeah. Exodusian, if you will. Did it just get 11 times brighter in your room? Yeah, it periodically gets like the, the color of heaven in Josh's room. Okay, it's dimming down, but like you looked like you were just sitting among the clouds. It's doing it again. It's scary. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I think it's the second coming and Luke and I are screwed. Yeah, mm. we're not. What God's does my like, room look like? <laughs> God's doing the theater thing where he's like dimming the lights and then flashing them because he's like, time to go. And Luke and I's rooms are not flashing. It's like, uh, like right before a play where they dim the lights and they're like, welcome to the historic Carolina theater. Your exits are to the left and to the right, except God's like, unless you're not saved, then no exit for you. Right. Have you been to the Carolina Historic Theater? Uh, yeah. Oh. How recently? Uh, last Sunday. Okay. What'd you okay. see? A uh, church. Well, not. What? Well, saw, I saw the, church. The, like the artist? The play? No. Uh, like like I went to church. Take me so to I, church. Uh, like that guy. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. by it's by church. But yeah, by Eric Church. Mm-hmm. Take Frank. me to church by Eric Church. Yep. <laughs> it's about a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, I'm gonna do a plug for another podcast on our podcast. Have you guys ever heard of the Holy Post? Uh huh. All right, so you guys know who Phil Vischer is, right? He did the VeggieTales. Yeah. He's the guy who created VeggieTales. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Cool guy. He now does a podcast uh, with another gentleman whose name I cannot remember. It's called The Holy Post. They cover some pretty heavy stuff. But this mm-hmm. last episode, at the beginning, they talk about people fighting animals. What? Yep. They talk about Whoa. they they talk about a study that was recently published that showed that American people are way more likely to say they think they can beat up animals than people from <laughs> other countries. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Mm, they, okay. Uh, they did like a series of animals, like from a rat progressing larger, like house cat, then small dog, then like chimpanzee, all the way through like uh, to elephant. 
mm-hmm. and the peop- number of American men who said they could take an elephant was not zero, which is disturbing. <laughs> I think it was 4%, which is 4%. shockingly high. Uh, if, you, yeah. if you took the strongest human male mm-hmm. or woman, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. they're not going to even... No. Nothing. Nothing. No, not, without a, not without like a weapon or no. something. No. Barehanded? Yeah, no. No, there's no, there is no wrestling move that will take an <laughs> elephant down. There's no high school wrestling move that you learned back in the day in uh-uh. your heyday that could take down an elephant. Mm-mm. You could punch an elephant as hard as you can at any spot on its yeah, body. Yeah, I was going to say any body part. Nothing's going to happen. Your hand is going to break. Right. First. Yeah. So, so, so like, where would you guys, so do you guys think you could beat a rat? We'll do a little test. Yep. Sure, absolutely. A rat in hand-to-hand. Okay. 100%. Mm-hmm. There are zero rats that could beat me. What about a house cat? Yes. Uh, yeah. Guaranteed. Medium-sized mm-hmm. dog. Absolutely. Sure. Chimpanzee. No. Mm. Yeah, I don't... That's that's where I stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me? No. There are some humans that absolutely could. Me? Yeah. There's some people no. who could fight a chimpanzee. The Going from dog to chimp, though, is like going from... An animal with no thumbs and sharp teeth, but like limited mobility, I would say, mm-hmm. yeah. to an animal with superior mo- mobility, hands on all four ends of their appendages and sharp teeth and mm-hmm. an extra appendage. Yeah, it's like the way stepping, the way I see it is, you're going. A dog is like a like a strong teenager, and then mm-hmm. a chimpanzee is like an MMA fighter. Yeah, right with yeah. teeth. Where biting is legal. Right. And throwing yeah. feces is also legal. Yeah, sure. they're going to demoralize you first, and then they'll finish <laughs> by throwing more poop at you. It would be like fighting, you know, the tag team wrestlers in Nacho Libre that, like, climb around and throw <laughs> you, and that w- that's what it would be rip, like fighting a chimp. Rip your team. hair out? Yeah. 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 I agree. There's, I do not think I could take a chimp. There's no way. Um, yeah. I think there's only one shot against a chimp, and that's if you happen to grab it kind of off guard on its first go and just kind of mm-hmm. throw it down on its head <laughs> i think <laughs> you kind of do what or is you, that a suplex i believe yeah you, you gotta suplex it in one try or you're done mm-hmm. i think i think you've got one chance and that's getting it by the tail and swing. Chimps don't have tails they don't have tail you're thinking Ch- of lemurs Ch- Ch- chimps do chimps not have tails chimps no don't they're have tails no oh, shoot the whole thing i said about the extra appendage is garbage I yeah, I didn't know what you that. meant by that. I just glossed over. <laughs> oh man, monkey monkeys have tails. Yeah, monkeys have tails. Apes do not. You know what? I still don't think. I think it's fifty fifty shot whether I take like a capuchin monkey. Like, there's a good <laughs> chance that they just bite my finger off and I'm done. Maybe. Like they get a hold of my arm and start shredding, and I'm 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 done. I just can't away. I can't imagine those boys weighing much more than like. 20 right. pounds and you can yeah, kind of just true. sling that over your right. head yeah you get lasso the tail style that. yeah if you can t- if you say you can take a cat you could take a capuchin monkey mm-hmm. it may be more difficult but like size wise you might bleed a little more the cats right. are pretty ferocious but i still think there's a you know yeah anyway it was shocking how many people i don't remember the exact percentages but like i think it started off with like 34 percent of <laughs> American women said they could 
or they could yeah 34% of british women said they could beat a rat which is shock which is low for only 34 yeah i think there was some fear involved like okay. they just wouldn't be able to physically stomach it right they're imagining think, like a cage match instead of a life or death right mm-hmm. i think it was like 50 something percent of american women the men were all like higher by a good bit especially for the rat and the cat um yeah, you all should listen to it. I'll I'll plug that podcast. Go listen to the latest episode of the Holy Post. Cool. They uh, it's well, it's very funny. One more thought on that. So I'm thinking when I was thinking through all these scenarios, I was just thinking about how easily I could choke hold these animals. Do you mm-hmm. think a giraffe would be the hardest animal to choke hold or the easiest animal to choke hold? This hardest. is a great question. I think hardest. Certainly not the hardest. Okay, not, sure. Like a blue not whale. The hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But. Anything that's bigger than your wingspan is gonna be the hardest. <laughs> okay. Does the uh, does the neck lend itself to choking or make it harder? The neck. See, their necks be strong, dude. Yeah. They're real strong. They be slinging them boys around. You yeah. Know? If their necks low enough for you to grab, you are being killed. Right. <laughs> like it's coming at you so fast, you have no chance to grab that thing. But let's imagine you've camped out in a tree waiting okay. for the giraffe and okay. you drop down um, uh-huh. uh, Princess Bride style onto its back mm-hmm. and then grapple it around the neck. I think you have to get it at the base of the head or nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think you have to land on at the top of the neck, grab the little handles that it's got, the all natural handles. Yep. And then from there, transition to your, your mm-hmm. chokehold. Your rear naked you could even get hold. your legs involved at that point. Right. And yeah. still, if it decides I'm going to whip you one time, you're <laughs> done. <laughs> I think all the blood is coming out of the top of your head as soon as you yeah. go like 180. Yeah, the G-forces are going to surpass astronaut levels at that point. <laughs> they hit the tree that you just jumped out of. Or that. <laughs> Worse yet, you'd get up there and you'd be choking it out and it wouldn't even notice. Like, it would just keep doing its thing. Just eating, chilling. You squeeze, like, all day. Nothing. Because their right. necks are crazy strong. Uh, oh, won't you be my neighbor? Does it... How else does it go? Fred? Are there more words to it? Is that you? Yeah, it's me. Um, I don't know how it starts. Yeah. Do you like my saber? Is that the second line? Mm-hmm. I have lots of paper. Uh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> nice. In the pa- in the past, in the past, we have helped out our uh, our friends in our neighborhood, the the uh, the Hollywood, Florida neighborhood. Absolutely. I, you're familiar with this, yes? On next door, mm-hmm. uh, I stumbled across this the other day, and I feel like we could help this person out. I would love um, to. If you guys are interested in that, in a little segment I call. Won't you be my saber? Uh, Won't you be my saber? Saber? Mm -hmm, Like lightsaber? Uh Uh-huh. That's what Ben said earlier. Right. I did. Friends. (laughs) (laughs) CB posts this. Okay. Charles Barkley. Yep. Charles Charles Barkley. Barkley. Friends. Question mark, question mark. Where is the best place for a 35 year old not Charles Barkley where is the best place for a 35 year old to make friends I don't like drama exclamation mark 
I drink socially, period. <laughs> Just needing to make some friends since I moved down here with no one near me to hang out with. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. so this person's new to the neighborhood, and I feel like we could help them out with some Florida, some good Florida hangs. Okay. okay, one, it's confusing. He starts off with friends, mm-hmm. which would imply right. he yep. already has friends. Yes. And then or, goes on to complain. In- yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it's friends question mark. So like friends? Oh, he literally says friends. He opens with friends question mark? Yes. It's friends? Friends? Interesting. Friends? Where? Okay. <laughs> um, so let's go. Let's start with what we know. Mm-hmm. About him, his and name can is you, there were two sentences there at the beginning. Yes, Did you okay. go back to those. Uh, thirty-five. Thirty-five. Oh, no, three uh, things. Don't like drama. Okay. Don't like drama. I drink, now is I that drink socially? Drink socially. Okay. Those are. That's all we know about this man. Clearly, yeah. local theater is out. Mm-hmm. Right. That is not the place for him. Yeah, that's that's the first place my mind went when he mm-hmm. said drama was right. I don't like plays. Right. No mm-hmm. acting near me at all, please. Thank mm-hmm. you. Especially if there's a cocktail party afterwards. Well, maybe. No, maybe, it, maybe that's a, maybe that'll do it for him. Then he could drink socially. Not a frat party. Not, no, nowhere where you're trying to get belligerent. He's just mm-hmm. trying to right. drink. He's 35. Yeah. Can we give this guy a name? Can we give him a name? CB is so, um, so faceless. Um, I, need a, I need a... This guy sounds like a... Uh, Chenoweth Braxton Chenoweth Braxton Uh, which is uh, sort of ambiguous as far as gender gender neutral name right Right. since we didn't since that's not a name anyone's ever had there's Kristen Chenoweth (laughs) not my first name (laughs) he goes he can go by Chenny or maybe she can go by Shenny yep anyway all right Okay, so we've already ruled out all sorts of theaters and playhouses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they are 35, but it does not mention a significant other. Mm. So it could be that they're interested in a hang where single people are. What about the skate park? What about the what? The skate park, the local skate park. Oh, yeah, okay. Um... You go down there, you're going to get a, a diverse group of friends mm-hmm. from there, I think. Uh, first, well, you're going to want to go with skills, because it's not cool to be bad at skating when you mm-hmm. go to the skate park. And you shouldn't take your ripstick. You should not take your ripstick. Uh, I would imagine anyone who's ever done that would look like a, a buffoon. Especially if their parents were also there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be embarrassing for them, and I feel sorry. Yeah, so, but the skate park. The skate park. Um, I think you're going to get a lot of younger friends, which will keep, I mean, you're 35. You're probably feeling like you're you're going over the hump of middle-agement, you know? Mm-hmm, right. And the, and the kids are going to keep you young. Yeah, kids are going to keep you young. And if there are parents there, you know, maybe you can meet some some parents. Get a little bit of, little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you could just go to the state park and pretend like one of the kids is yours. Did you say st- you said state st- park? State park. Uh, 
it really skate park, state park, wherever there's kids, you can go and pretend one of the kids is yours. Good <laughs> <laughs> solution is just go wherever there's kids. Go where there's some kids. Pretend like one of them's yours and be mm-hmm. real like a good be like a good single dad figure. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll get invited to the single the single parents club where they socially drink and talk about mm-hmm. their kids. Or you That's can good. offer a drink to the kid socially, of course. Mm-hmm. Just being social. Dangerous. Just being social though. It's just a kids, social drink. Let me tell you what, mm-hmm. kids, especially babies, cannot handle their alcohol. Uh, hmm. But also, here's a point. He didn't even say alcohol. That's a good point. He just drinks socially. So we could, in theory, infer that uh, unless he's around people, he's dehydrated. And that's Mm -hmm. why he's, yeah, that's why he's posted this is because he's moved to a new city and is incredibly thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scrolling through here a little bit, someone asks where uh, CB is from. Uh, CB is from Kentucky. What? Ooh. Yeah. So what are some Kentucky, Florida, what are some things in Florida that maybe a Kentuckian might like? Mm, a good transition. Okay. Yeah. I So I went sort of the opposite of the skate park. I, I, I was thinking maybe bingo hall. Mm. Now, so, I love that. So I've been to the local bingo hall here in Kentucky, and it's pretty popular. It's happening. Yeah, all through COVID, like people were still packed in there playing mm-hmm. bingo because you got to play your bingo. It's essentially free money. I think CB should go to the bingo hall because mm-hmm. lots of people go play bingo. Great place to not have any drama because they will kill you if you start drama because they are there true. to play bingo and i would say typically near a bingo hall there's going to be at least one bar where you Mm -hmm. can go with your bingo friends afterwards and drink socially alcoholic or non-alcoholic drinks of your choice that's really good and the and the thing is moving from kentucky to florida the level of competition is going to increase because there's so many old people in florida Mm, it's true. It's yep. like the premier state for bingo, I would assume. It's true. Yeah, I believe the prime age for bingo hovers around 62 these days, so. Mm-hmm. You could go to Do they have do they have like a holiday world down there where there's like free drinks? Uh, they have Disney. It's like the opposite of Holiday World where everything costs everything money. Costs money. That's mm-hmm. Probably a lot of drama down there. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, so, so JM here has just uh, posted a picture of his business card, Joshua Matthew Labor Services. That's okay. the vaguest business card there can be. Labor Services. Labor Services. It goes into detail such as day labor, whatever that is, lawn mowing, night labor, delivering, and then <laughs> <laughs> right, handyman jobs, light painting. Okay, so this this guy will deliver your baby in the daytime he will just straight up deliver it he mm-hmm. will also mow your lawn and paint light painting light painting light no painting. dark colors exactly <laughs> light ones 
that's that is as specialized, I think, as you can get to be a delivery specialist slash light color painter slash lawn care. This guy's an artist. Could you could you imagine if you called him and you asked him to actually do some manual labor and he said, no, I mean it like delivering babies. Right. <laughs> but only from the hours seven to eight. <laughs> but he also does deliveries. And hauling. And hauling. Sep- he would separate them because one is for babies, clearly, and one mm-hmm. is moving stuff. Yes. One is for very heavy babies. <laughs> Sometimes anything over ten pounds is called hauling, right? <laughs> We're going into haul this thing out. <laughs> I feel like we helped Chinnawith. I feel like Chinnawith is screwed. They moved I to the like, wrong state. Yeah, Florida is the drama state. Like there is no state that has more drama than Florida, except maybe like I don't know Oklahoma. Why what? Oklahoma? I was going to say California. It's got yeah, all those divas. I was thinking actors. California. Yeah. yeah. Just like actors per capita. That's, That's got to be the most dramatic. I think the least dramatic state has to be like Montana, just because you're not going to see humans. Right. Right. Or one of the Dakotas. Like you could straight up shoot someone True. in North Dakota and people would be like, nah, it's too cold to even yeah. care. I'm not even I'm We're not all going depressed over there. anyway. You live 800 miles from me. From the nearest police station. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to assist. Yeah, just don't shoot me and we're fine. Yeah. Well? Well, good luck, Chinwith. Should have stayed in Kentucky. You could have uh, hung with us with no drama and some social drinking. Yeah, there's the, there's the best solution. Go back. Go back. Yeah. Leave Florida. Return to Cinder. All right, should we go make some money? Yeah. See. Well, howdy, folks, and welcome to the ad booth. This is the booth where we do ads for all of our advertising purposes. This week, we are sponsored. Well, first we go big, then we go home. This week, for our go big, we are sponsored by the newest, the biggest, the hottest company. In all of North Carolina, I am, of course, talking about Foot Crocs. Home Inspections. Sorry. No, you're good. You're right. Foot Home <laughs> Crocs. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Foot Home Inspection. Uh, this is a new company. They do foot home. They do home inspecting. They're foot in your house. <laughs> They'll put your foot in your house and tell you how it looks, tell you how it feels. No, this is my company. I'll level with you, boys. This is my company. What is it? Uh, yeah, I started it last week. I am now a home inspector for the state of North Carolina, and I'm trying to get inspections, and this was the easiest advertising method that I could think of, and I wanted to see if you boys would be willing to talk about my very good company to try and get some, some buyers. I am more than willing to do that. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Um, f- for people out there who do not know what Josh's company does specifically and why it's different, let's talk about some differenti. Let's talk about some differentiators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That let's set Josh's company apart. One, it's basically like it's, it's it's basically like Snow White up in there. Like when he comes in, 
He's got a lot of tools, sure, but did you know mm-hmm. that the best thing for inspecting cracks and crevices is not a flashlight? It's a ferret with a flashlight because that's what Josh brings. Those bad boys can get into all kinds of cracks and crevices with their little flashlight and their little head cam on the yeah. strapped on their little cute head. Whoop. Let's them in your pipes. Check them out. From your house will be completely covered. Tip, tip to st- stern to tip to stern. Whatever that phrase is. I think bow is involved somewhere. Stern to bow to bottom. All of it, he's going to have ferrets in all of the cracks of your house. Mm-hmm. And other useful animals. Now, when you when you said Snow White, I was I was mm-hmm. actually picturing picturing the other part of Josh's you know skill set, mm-hmm. where like he he speaks to the house, you know, mm. like he can he can really communicate with it. So mm-hmm. when he walks into a house, first of all, first move lay on the floor, mm-hmm. spread full starfish on the ground, and he just starts whispering to the to the hardwood, you know. Like, hey, what have, what have, what have you seen? What's going on? What, what, how are your bones? What are you feeling these days? And then he gets up and he, he you know, he's rubbing on the electric box. Uh, you know, just whispering to that. But he whispers to almost every part of your house. And the, the response he gets is something that m- no other home inspector can really offer mm-hmm. i would say yeah it truly is incredible just the, the the touching the caressing it's like it's like you know when uh like when legolas walks through the forest and uh in the lord of the rings and he like says like oh this forest is so old or whatever he says really cool yeah. with the, in his elf <laughs> voice that's how josh is in a house like he can just mm-hmm. kind of like the house just the groaning and the creakings just speak to him and he can mm-hmm. feel the age Yep, it's it's a it's an experience. It is incredible to watch, uh, much less be a part of. Um, we could talk about some of his accomplishments. Yeah, people he's uh, homes he's inspected yeah. thus far. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, he did. Uh, and Josh, I don't know. If, I don't. We might step on some, 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 some non-disclosure agreements by this, but that's probably fine. Uh, Josh did Guy Fieri's house. Do you remember when he did that? He did. He did. He did Flavortown. He inspected Flavortown, uh, and that was. I mean, we weren't there, but just the stories you told of that, Josh, were incredible. And his reviews. Mm. I know he had to give them anonymously. Um, he kind of gave it away when he said, like, when he threw like Flavortown in there, and he said, "I, Guy Fieri, love the way mm. that Josh inspects homes." He said "blastastic" several times. Yeah. Mm, right. when discussing my report and that was you know kind of a giveaway right one of the most notable ones that Josh has told me about that comes to mind first is um, a man called the Juice you guys know this guy OJ Simpson OJ Simpson oh okay 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 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the Juice so yeah. uh Right, so Josh was inspecting the Juice's house. Uh, this is all, of course, this is pretty recent since the home um, inspection business just started. But he did, in the process of you know getting to know the house with the ferrets and the whispering, he found another glove, and this one fit. Wow! 
Okay. Yeah. However, he didn't tell anyone. And that's that's the kind of respect and trust you can you can get mm-hmm. when you hire uh, foot home inspections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything they find, anything Josh finds when he's looking at your house, just goes into the report, but it never has to leave your hands. Exactly. And mind. And Josh's mind is like a steel trap. That's why my tagline is foot home inspection ain't no snitch. Mm-hmm. That's right. It is. I appreciate how Josh will also do simultaneous exorcisms. And, like, one, his pricing is very reasonable. But, two, free exorcisms on top of that is just phenomenal. Like, if you're moving into a Mm -hmm. home and it looks great in the daytime, but you're like, I think maybe it's haunted and cursed, then Josh will actually change the time he's inspecting it to the witching hour. Mm. And he will go check it out do his whispering if it whispers back not great bad juju in there Mm. gotta get rid of it so he brings all of his holy water and his crucifixes and his ferrets do have tiny little minister robes and their own crucifixes and they run around in all the cracks and crevices spraying little holy water get all those demons right up out of there that's where they hide is in the cracks and crevices Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they do and they freak you out in the movies when they come out of the corner Mm -hmm. yeah you should see it in real life Uh, I'm sure it's incredible that's why he uses ferrets though is because they're immune to fear and Mm -hmm. uh, it's really no point in saying that because everyone knows but ferrets are immune to fear so Josh how can uh, Josh how can people get a hold of you for their own home inspections i guess preferably in the raleigh durham area or within an hour or two of that yeah legally in north carolina uh yeah you can check me out at foothomeinspection.com or you can find me on facebook foot home inspection instagram foot home inspection you can email me at joshua at foothomeinspection.com uh yeah. yeah Not to be confused, do not type in home foot inspection. That no. is that is a wildly different service mm-hmm. that I would say most people listening to this podcast are not interested in. Yeah, and it is foot with an E at the end. Well, thanks, me. Been craving Jamaican seafood? Because that's what's up with our go home. Newly open in Louisville, there is a Jamaican seafood restaurant, and its name is Lobstafarian Sea Shack, man. That's right, Lobstafarian Sea Shack. They sell all kinds of seafood with a little Jamaican twist. So come on down, check them out at 420 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky. People who use the promo code Nickel Park will get a free herb butter on the side. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Unconventional Solutions part of the podcast. Uh, For the past two weeks, in case you have not been listening, uh, we have been talking about events in the past that if we had a time machine, we would go back and change, and more specifically, how we would do that in specifics. 
Um, and this week, it is my turn to bring an event that the in- I would say the entire world unanimously wishes did not happen. And this is the tragic death of the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin. Mm. One of the Saturdays of my childhood. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, just in case you never watched the news in whatever year that happened, Steve Irwin was tragically killed by a manta ray. Uh, he was... The manta rays have a big barb on their tail, and he was stabbed through the chest and was killed by the manta ray. Uh, and... If I had one chance to prevent any event in history from happening, it would be that, and that's what I've chosen. Steve Irwin was not afraid of any animals. Right. Correct. But I think that I would go back. I think I think you got to give him a healthy fear of manta rays. I like that. I think I think what I would do is maybe go back, become friends with him from like from childhood, mm-hmm. like early on. So that he knows and trusts me, and then to save the future, I would I would ask him to go swim with the manta rays. And what's that? I tick one off. It stabs me. I die. Whoa! Wow! Then ben, are he you, shows are up you? for that day, the day that he would have died. And they say you're gonna get in with these manta rays, and he says, No, no, no. One of my dearest friends was killed by a manta ray. Wow. That is a very heroic sacrifice you're willing to take. That is quite noble. I I went a less heroic route, and that is... Okay, do you guys recall the the hit film Finding Nemo? Uh, Yes, I'm familiar. Yes. Uh, You'll recall there is a manta ray featured Mm -hmm. in this film. Oh! Yep. That one. You know the one. He yep. is uh, symbolically a school bus. Mm-hmm. And he's very nice, jovial, and funny. Yep. I think we should make... If, if I could go back in time, I would position myself to be a key factor in the making of Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. I would make him bad. Make that character a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Maybe some uh, racist jokes or something. Maybe he uh, uh, tries to give kids drugs, the tiny fish drugs. Exactly. He's a bad guy. No one likes that character. Steve Steve Irwin, of course, watches the film as a huge nature guy. Doesn't like manta rays. Develops Mm -hmm. a hatred for them Mm -hmm. from the film. And then never swims with them. Never swims mm-hmm. with them. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I'm okay. So I'm thinking in this time machine we go way back. Okay. And I believe, of course, we know exactly how evolution works. Manta rays evolved from rocks in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Wolf rocks. Um, yeah, wolf rocks. And these wolf rocks had uh, a large barb on them, which is, of course, where the barb for the manta ray evolved. Um, I'm saying we go way, way, way back to the first manta ray that evolved, and we just like cut off his barb. Mm. Then he can't pass it along to his kids. 
Kit and Manta Rays grow up not having barbs. Steve goes swimming. Nothing to worry about. I like that a lot. <clears throat> we just we just we rewrite the evolution of the manta ray to to not have a barb. That is very good. I don't know why I'm stuck on movies, but I got another one. That's fun. Y'all know the story of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Alright. So I go back and I get Steve Irwin to be captured by criminals in the desert. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, being a genius, uh, develops the Iron Man suit. Right, sure. Uh, also somehow has shrapnel in his heart. Um, develops all that, has to wear the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you the know, arc the reactor. arc reactor on his chest. Uh, and then that blocks the barb. It was a pretty simple one. Yeah, right. Or he goes swimming in his new Iron Man suit. Maybe. Okay, this would require some skill. Go back. Train yourself to be an elite sniper. You're watching. Good. You're watching. Manta Ray, you see see it get kind of angry, get agitated, starts to make a move. Crack, dead. Bop. Bop. See ya. Nothing's going to touch Steve Irwin for the rest of his life. You are his sniper bodyguard. Yeah, what if yeah, what if you just become his bodyguard? Like you 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 don't even give him the option. Mm-hmm. Like you are by his side at all times. Maybe but maybe you're like Batman and he doesn't even know who you are mm-hmm. or where I you like come that. from. Yeah. You just like like he just notices that like oh, the lion was going to get him but boom, dead. 50 cal through the head. Which he's sad about cuz Steve Irwin loves all creatures. Mm-hmm. Right. But all creatures love Steve Irwin, so right. and some you know, it's worth clearly it. love to eat him, and they have to be stopped. Could you give him super, maybe superpowers? Maybe dunk him in some of the Hulk stuff when he's like mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, uh, or maybe, maybe that sand stuff that uh, Sandman gets involved with. That way, he never even gets in the water. Never, you know, you know yeah. water water is the enemy of Sandman. Mm-hmm. Maybe, ooh, here we go. You get radioactive. You you take some radioactive. You put it in mm-hmm. a syringe and you stab a crocodile. So now you got a radioactive crocodile. This crocodile uh, is the one that Steve works with on his show or at the zoo or something. Accidentally chomp, 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 chomp. Now you got mm. crocodile man. Mm. Not the crocodile hunter. Crocodile man, super crocodile, crocodile man. man. Yeah, nothing a nothing a manta ray is going to be able to do against crocodile man. I agree with that. Manta rays losing that fight ten I out of ten times. I don't remember. Was he in the ocean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so drinking all the water doesn't that doesn't work. <laughs> Probably not. Mm-hmm. No. Mithril. Can we get him a mithril armor? Okay. Now that's oh. good. That's good. That's right. maybe one of the best suggestions. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cut and dry. But it's but it's like one of his like cool tan safari shirts. Yeah, but it's safari made out of mithril. It's made out of mithril. Maybe yeah. it's a scuba suit and it's made out of mithril. Maybe everything in his life is made out of mithril. <laughs> All the way down to his 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 down undies. Ooh, that that's good. Wow, episode title. <laughs> Could okay, could you put a could you get like a horny horny manta ray? Mm-hmm. 
I in the water. Maybe one of each. Maybe a horny one of each gender, and put them in the water. And then, not like sure Steve's there and they're psyched about that, but mostly they're into these two super horny manta rays. <laughs> And none of them were really interested in stabbing Steve because of the two horny manta rays. But there, why are there two? Well, I don't know which one. I don't know if it was a man or a male one or a female one that stabbed him. So I was trying to account oh, okay. for all tastes. So there's okay. one of each. One of each. The problem is you're gonna have to separate them so that they don't immediately go for each other. Right. Hmm. Maybe put them on the opposite sides of the bay. They're releasing their pheromones hardcore, and the one okay. that's maybe getting angry at Steve is like, you know what, never mind, because I can sense mm-hmm. somebody looking for love. Manta Ray style. Did we get it? I think we crushed it. We, we had to have it. at least gotten close. Yeah. All right, well, cool. Uh, folks, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can... Uh, give us your feedback at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Uh, thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to uh, Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. And uh, that should do it for us. Until next week, I am Joshua. I am Luke. And I'm Ben. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.